I am a sister. I am a man. I am a wife. I am a daughter. I am Chinese. I am a son. I am American. I am Asian. I am Canadian. We, we are all Joksing, and you are tuning into the Bamboo Star Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to the Bamboo Star podcast,、um, where we are three Chinese individuals, and this podcast is basically about us talking about how we grew up in a Western culture. And today, our topic is going to be about the Chinese television that we grew up with, specifically TVB. Woo! <laughs> I am Angelina, and I am here today with. Hi, I'm John. Hi, it's Asunta.、Um, okay, so、uh, I wanted to ask: Can anyone give a short description of what TVB is for the listeners that have either never heard of it or maybe want a better understanding of what TVB is? All I remember is television and broadcast. I don't think that's the full name, though. Well, TVB is actually Television Broadcasts Limited, and I feel like that name is one of those. Special things with、uh, Chinese people trying to get into like the English world because like it's broadcasts with an S, so I guess multiple broadcasts, but it doesn't really flow too well. So Television Broadcasts Limited,、uh, and then it's just a broadcasting company based out of Hong Kong.、Um, and for any individual I think who is remotely even in the Chinese culture from Hong Kong or that. Air from that region of the world knows exactly what TVB is because it is such a prominent broadcasting company. It's kind of hard to not know. I feel like,、um, and they're responsible, I guess, mainly for TV shows, um, dramas, um, some movies. Do they have a music label too? Um, they do now. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they do like that, and then,、uh, but mostly media, I want to say. And it's not and just. And they do news. Oh, new. Yes, news is a huge. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, news is、yeah. really huge for them. Yeah, yeah. So, it's,、um, yeah, it's, I guess it's like a giant television conglomerate.、Um, if you're in Canada, I guess it might be like CBC, or like in UK it might be BBC, or in the US it might be like ABC. Kind of like just like a broadcasting、yeah. company, but predominant like the main kind of a company that takes hold of the Hong Kong region of China. Or at least it was back in the days. Now there are more broadcasting stations available in Hong Kong, but that's a whole different story now. Yeah. And well. Yes, they are very influential, I guess, in media and like news. But today, I believe we are talking about specifically the TV the dramas or like the soap operas that we grew up with watching. Yes. So, what if you had to name one specific title? What would be the most influential to you? I feel like it's pretty difficult because I think. Growing up,、um, I was my family like my family watched TVB all the time, and I think it, depending on the topic of the drama, it influenced my kind of what I want to do in life. Like I would literally switch out and be like, "Oh, like one is about like air pilots," and I'll be like, "Yo, I want to be an air pilot," or like, "Yeah,、um, so、true." The firefighter, <laughs> it's like, "Oh, dude, I could totally work out and like get that fit." Or by police officer, like to me,、yeah. it feels like、uh, it, it kind of opened the world to a certain extent、um, of like the possibilities. And of course, yes, I'm talking about a lot of professions.、Um, there are ones about like families and stuff too, but I think so. In terms of your question, when you said the most influential, I would maybe say it has to be like the cops, kind of. At ones,、um, or forensics, I guess. Yeah, let's just go forensic heroes. 
the whole series yeah. of that stuff. That's that one was very iconic from like, um, what I recall. What was it called in Chinese? Uh, yeah, with uh, with Ao Yan Zhenhua. Bobby. Bobby. He the, was there for a bit. I don't think I, he was there the for two, two series two. for the first two seasons. Of yeah, it. and then they switched out to different characters from the third one on. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Asunta? Do you have one that you think was like influential to you growing up? I wouldn't say influential, but more like iconic. Um, I think Journey to the West is one of the ones that are pretty prominent and kind of like makes up my childhood of sorts. Um, but I guess TVB to me is not so much influential in terms of how I grew up, but more of like it's entertainment for me. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Because. I guess it influenced a lot of, like John said, it influenced a lot of my decisions growing up in terms of like what I wanted to be when I grew up. But it kind of changed very often because, like John said, we watched watched so many. But I believe like the ones that really ingrained in me, I would say would be the pilot one that John was talking about, which is Triumph in the Skies. Yeah, Chong Sang Wan Siu. And then the other one would have been... I think it's called Let's Sing Sanyan Wall. Survivor's ah, Law. Survivor's Law. Yeah, like I watched that one when I was pretty young and I was like, I want to be a lawyer. But um, that kind of got shot down by my parents real quick also because they're like, you don't think fast enough. You're a little dumb. <laughs> so um, yeah, not a lawyer, clearly. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I so would, like... I want to know though, like in terms of like TVB... Yes, their dramas are so big. I feel like, do you feel like you, aside from just for entertainment value, I guess, what other role does it have in our lives? Or do you feel like it has played in our lives in growing up? And I guess, how much do you watch it? And what do you watch it for? Entertainment is basically what it is yeah. for me. Like, okay. I, it doesn't do more than that other than to well entertain me preoccupy my time really um it's kind of like when i'm done work then it's like something that i can watch to relax whether it's the dramas and like like dive into the story or it could be like the um, like those live shows like those um mm-hmm. those game show type sure. of like um entertainment uh that, oh those like, are pretty funny yeah it would just give you a good laugh you know so okay so did you do you still currently watch it now or when did you mostly i guess interact with tvb like was it say like when you were a kid um what age group or kind of like where do you feel like you're most involved with it uh i don't think i watch it oh i actually definitely don't watch it as much these days but like i keep an eye out for interesting drama like interesting plot lines um, I keep, uh, I keep a, like, I keep track of certain actors and or actresses that I like from, like, uh, underneath the label. So, like, if they have an interesting project, then I might, like, I'll be on my list to watch it kind of thing. Okay. But so. Not so much nowadays. Like, I also don't have easy access to that kind of, um, sources. Okay. So have you ever, like, what, do you, so I'm guessing, did you watch it when you were, say, in Hong Kong, or did you watch it when I'm, you were, like, at school here in Canada? I mostly watched it when I was in Hong Kong, um, because, for one thing, back when I was there, there weren't that many different channels available. Like, I legit have one, channel one, two, three, and four. So did you ever, like, was it always you wanting to watch it? Or was it something that maybe perhaps, like, your parents were watching and you just kind of joined in? I think a little bit of both. And it depends on the time of the day. Uh, I think at nighttime, so, like, you can say primetime TV kind of thing. It's more like parents wants to watch whatever is the latest drama or soap opera or whatever it is. Um, Of course, they would always want to watch 6 o'clock news. Um, and then usually it follows the dramas, um, or series, uh, but, like, usually when I was in Hong Kong, what I wanted to watch was between, like, 4.30 to, like, like, 4, 4, 3, actually, no, like, 3, Okay, so, like, TV shows, though. 
Um, or, or cartoon shows. Yeah, they're more like the kids section of the day. Okay. So that would be more like, oh, I wanted to watch those, and like my parents wouldn't be interested in those, and they're not off work yet. So I'm usually. Like, if I wanted to watch something, it's that when I was a kid. And then, okay, so any dramas you would basically follow along with what your parents watched? When because, I was a yeah, kid, yeah, yes. Okay. okay. And then as I grew up, then I took more and more interest in the dramas. Okay. And then, all right, so speaking of the dramas, I guess when, like, around what age were you more involved in, like, actually chasing actual dramas or actually kind of, like, going out on your own and actually be like, oh, I want to watch this drama and going there? I think that was pretty late in like teens. My, no, way past teens. Early twenties. Probably like when I actually have time to actually sit down and binge dramas. Okay. All right. So that was already in Canada, kind of thing. Yeah, pretty okay. much. All right. So how about you, Angelina? How about you? I'm just curious in terms of like when you started because we are talking about dramas or we're focusing on dramas as you mentioned. I just want to know like when did you start like chasing actual dramas on your own or how much okay, did it I want to backtrack to the question before that, which was like, what is it for me? Because mm-hmm. Asunta said that it's entertainment, but I oh, think yeah, growing yeah. up to me, it was more family bonding time. Okay. Like, I feel like we would all just sit around and we would watch TV and then it would usually be a drama. I don't recall much about like an age, I guess, that I started watching it. But I guess, like, as a kid, if I didn't have anything that I wanted to watch and mom and dad were watching it, I'd just sit down and just watch with them. And, and, then, and then maybe it listen to them. Talk. Yeah, it and listen like to them argue and how dumb certain actions characters are. Yeah, like, as a kid, you don't really understand. You're like, oh, okay, like, sure. And I guess TVB, another thing is that it really helped teach me Chinese, I guess. Or, like, I've been able to speak a lot more or like learn a lot more vocabulary from watching it Mm -hmm. and um in terms of chasing dramas i don't i'm not familiar or like i don't really look for new dramas like asunta does i'm more like i just wait and have what my parents tell me is like good or whatever's coming out to be like oh this looks really cool like you should watch it and like i would either watch it with them and then tell them it's like oh like wait for me and then we would watch it together like even now since we have access to um the tvb like channels uh if there's something that i really want to watch i'll usually try to set time aside like after dinner or something just to watch it with them and then we can like talk about it and stuff as a conversation starter i guess with family mm-hmm. um but there has been times where i'll reminisce like older dramas mm-hmm. and then i'll just binge and watch them myself like, i'll just sit here over like a whole weekend and just watch the whole drama and then my parents might drop in and watch with me if they're free kind of thing mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i mean i guess that's a good point though i think for me now, now that you make it all so deep and everything about what language <laughs> and learning and stuff i feel like to a certain extent it gave me it helped me learn a lot of culture or at least Chinese culture-wise. Um, yes, it has, like, period pieces of, like, you know, like, Guzhong, like, the old days. It might have, like, times. times in, like, the 70s, even modern times, like, different time periods, right? Different, different jobs and stuff, different eras of China and Chinese culture and stuff. But I think it gave me a lot more... It made me more aware of different traditions and things... And also uh, that happened, say like a Chinese New Year thing or firecrackers or like when like, you know, and maybe kind of like understand or at least have exposure to it and then ask certain questions to like say my like my parents and be like, oh, wait, why are they doing that? Or what's the reason? Or why are they shunning a person or something? Right. Like yeah. it gave me an understanding of, I guess, the Chinese culture and the impo- and different, I guess, things that are important within the culture it gives it taught me a lot about the chinese culture let's say that right because of the exposure i think Mm, yeah another part of it is i think i'm learning history but it's probably not real history (laughs) it's a little like i used to think home was real and no clearly not (laughs) the monkey king no like like the monkey king that blew out of a rock that's real right happened thousands of years ago (laughs) (laughs) that's how china was formed (laughs) no that's that's definitely not 
true. It's a it's a myth, a legend, whatever they call it. Um, yeah, I think some of the conversations that I would have with my mom during some of those period pieces are more like my mom's like, why is there a fusi pingua in the middle of the props? They don't exist back then. Oh, so and your mom can actually tell. She like, can, I'm sure there's been situations where it's like even in um like I guess Western movies and stuff, there's always like Easter eggs or be like, Oh, did you notice this prop in the background? Like what the like heck that is that? It actually doing doesn't there? fit in that That's period so piece. Yeah, yeah, my mom would do That's that. Because so she 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 was good at like like the study of Chinese history, like back when she was in school. So like she knew her history and oh. I'm like, I wouldn't know that, you know? Or like mm. like if sometimes they are they're doing a period piece and like the, the, uh, the names of the emperors didn't line up or like she felt like the period didn't line up with the the dynasty she'd be like what and i'd be like i have no idea what you're talking about yeah it sounds about right to me it's like yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah, i've never said yeah, just it. take it as fact at this point <laughs> like i mean i'd <laughs> watch it for what it is you know i'm watching it for the story i'm not watching it for the history like if i wanted to watch it for the history i look for that one show that they actually talk about the history not yeah, like, like a documentary series. Yeah, like I wouldn't be watching like like an ancient drama, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like ancient yeah. period peace drama. Yeah. yeah. Which one do you guys prefer? Like the Which older period? days or the 70s or like the more modern like nowadays? I like the ancient ones most. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean How about I, you, John? I I love the ones that are the like the 70s like the turn the mix between the chinese century. and okay. western culture in oh, hong kong where it's like you'll the have is also like set in shanghai too yeah you have like british kind of like influences in the architecture and the clothing already but you'll still have like it's kind of like the chinese and then the chinese are like still trying to mer- blend in but not really so it's kind of like the it man kind of era if you want to i guess referencing a larger movie it man mm-hmm. which is pretty big in the past few years like that kind of hong kong era i love the clothing and the way i guess people the conflict between east and west right oh, where it's like yeah. oh we don't like the people coming in or and then but you know we're still dealing with our own crap kind of thing mm-hmm. I, I love that but i think for um profession wise i love the modern stuff because you it have kinda, more yeah, profession sure. to choose from in the modern world. Yeah, right? no, I feel like I can. I it, maybe it gives it lets me. It gives me a, an opportunity to daydream to be like, oh, if I was in that situation, what would I do? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because or I, I love like you the connect with it more because you. It's can easy. Kind of, it's yeah, easy to connect. Yeah, yeah. For it's sure. more relevant to you because it's in the modern world way yeah. that you're familiar with. Yeah, yeah. But if if you wanted me to like step back and say like, oh, the clothing wise or like the culture aspect. To be a little bit more kind of like what interests me that that way. I think like the 70s, 60s, 70s era when they're trying to transition out between <laughs> old and new. I love it. My only like slight pickle with those is like there's always that one token white guy in the dramas that can speak like <laughs> Chinese better than me. And I'm like, oof, it kind of <laughs> hurts a little. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. Like, oh, I gotta, always gotta have to be like a Chinese. white guy. It's like just some. Oh, well, they have the Indian guys nowadays. Yeah, there's another guy that started coming out recently. The one that came out from the taxi show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's like a new, I guess, like a white or Caucasian face in TVB. It's yeah, so yeah. funny. He's got pretty good Chinese. I forgot his name. Yeah, they're yeah, always I relegated to like the more higher echelon, upper class kind of roles usually. Well, okay. If I guess like I don't know if you saw the taxi one. The taxi one, I he's did. definitely not. He he's is not. a <laughs> he's um, like he's a like servant. a dumb ghost. Yeah, he's a servant ghost. It's really funny. Oh, but yes, like typically he was made into a servant ghost. In the yeah, story. but they are like Caucasians are typically portrayed higher up like higher ranking police officers or something like that yeah, yeah. well that also has to Which do with the fact a culture thing um actually no it's semi-historically correct back in the days because if you yeah, think I mean, about the it the police culture came from britain, britain. yeah and so right, like it world. would make sense that when they established the original police 
force, the people who are higher up and doing the managing roles would be, you know, Caucasian, right? Okay. And that's why, like, I think that's also why it was alluded that way. But of course, as time moves on and the 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 older generation Caucasian management level people starts yeah, to bring retire, in and then somebody yeah. else needs to fill up their roles, etc. I like, just thought like time, Chinese you know? had their own policing system since there's like Bao Tingtin and stuff. Uh, they like, I they think had a trial system, I guess. They had a justice yeah, system. Yeah, a judicial system. Yeah. A judicial system. But I think, uh, like, I guess it's kind of like we what John really said. cops, though. They... Or investigators. I feel like it's all like... They have the bow fi That's it. Yeah. <laughs> they so... have something similar. It's not exactly the same. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like, in any culture, there are something that, like, there is certain concepts like that are common. Yeah, People there's... who enforce work, I mean, or enforce the law. Law enforcement there are, of but sort. I think it's few and far between. Um, maybe not few and far between, but, like, I think it's just on a different level Meh. of sort. I mean, that can like, be every another... Every culture has something that like that. That can be another analysis podcast <laughs> for that. <laughs> we, can, we can look into that in Chinese culture later on, but... And and obviously, if Angelina did not specify already, TVB is not historically accurate not with always. their dramas, that, or at least the dramas that we're interested in are not historically accurate. Not <laughs> yeah. always. But we but tend like, to learn a lot, right? We we do I, ask questions out of out of them. Yeah, I like yeah. I'll ask my parents once in a while. Be like, is this real? And they're like, I don't know. I don't think so. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> But, like, also, I would ask my aunt, who is, like, more knowledgeable, I guess, in history as well, and she'll be like, what the heck, of course not. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, see, I mean, at the same time, right, this this proves that TVB at least lets us learn about the culture and ask questions about it. And yeah. through that, be able to actually, hopefully, learn more about the Chinese culture, because Chinese culture is so big, right? Well, it's, and, it's and the history ancient is, civilization, to be honest. Yeah, it's like two, three thousand, four, four, five thousand years long. Like, I don't think... At least we can yeah. average people would know all this stuff My about China. My knowledge of the Three Kingdoms, which I've never actually studied, was all from Weidou Sangwa. Like the, the, the drama um, Three Kingdoms yeah. RPG. I've learned all my Three Kingdoms stuff from there. Yeah. Oh. But I guess my favorite is actually just the modern ones. I guess it oh. kind of ties back into how like you were saying it's like it gives you an imagination of how different professions could be so like I get very immersed in it and I even now a part of me feels like what if I went into this profession like as I watch (laughs) (laughs) as I watch different dramas and so uh yeah I don't know I'm like I guess I also, I'm not very good at understanding when it's like the olden day, like the period dramas. Sometimes they talk differently just because that's how they talked back then. And I'm like, I don't understand what they're saying. Like, I know you're speaking Chinese and I should understand this, but I don't understand the meaning behind the words that they say. It's a little bit like watching like a, a Shakespeare-like play. Some of like the things yeah. that they say, it's like, what? It's coded in some it's, other it's way. Kinda like, it's like, kind of like listening to old English of sort. Like if you speak English and then you watch or, or hear something that is said in old English, it kind of be like, wait, what did you just say? I don't get oh, it. Oh, ye thy something yeah, something. Like, like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. that. That's the kind of feeling you get. I'm, I'm Right? So. Yeah. So I find like the modern ones are more relatable. Yeah, no, like, sure. I 100% agree. That's sure. that's one of the reasons why I'm not a fan of the ancient stuff. Oh, unless, <laughs> unless it's like a comedy where it's like, like those ones where like they had like a futuristic person travel back in time for whatever reason and then like end up in like the older culture and like that. There's that's one. The, I yeah, can well, only recall one. The one with, I think it's Gu Tinlong that like goes back. Sam Chang Gay. Yeah. yeah, well, and, yeah. and oh, my favorite, Raymond Lamb, was the king. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, they did a movie on that one recently yeah but like i mean i feel like that makes it very relatable because you're like oh shoot like if i got stuck in a time travel thing how am i going to communicate to these people that like old chinese right oh yeah like, stuff that like was that, so jokes right because he would be like like talking about like singla or something like that and he's and they're just like or sing- okay so for the listeners who don't know what singla is it's, it's like raising, raising a level, a level. Of slang 
in slang, like modern slang of like yeah. one up, good job kind of thing. Yeah, and then like he would use like English words, and they're like, "What's that?" And it's like, "Oh crap, I can't <laughs> use this word. It's not like it hasn't existed yet." Like they don't know I thought one scene I remember most from that that he's like crap I can't even do this is um, when he sat down to eat with somebody at one of like those like um, street vendors right mm-hmm. and like you know how like a lot of Chinese people nowadays they use like chopsticks but back in that period of time chopsticks did not exist yet they eat with like uh, like something that just scoops out of the bowl it's still oh, that really? yeah He's, like, making his own, like, chopsticks. And the guy's just looking at him weird. Like, what are you doing? He's like, it's chopsticks. What do you mean? Oh, crap. You don't have chopsticks yet. And I was like, what? Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah then, then we learned something, right? And yeah, then we, I was like, like, I didn't know chopsticks didn't exist back then. then. I thought they were up, forever. Yeah, you end up actually looking up, like, what, like, the era of chopsticks. Which, hey, for for... Shits and giggles. Fun fact of the day. <laughs> the day, the day, the day, the day. So, I, give it to us, John. What is the fun fact of the day? Uh, I, I was just thinking about chopsticks. Oh, <laughs> is it even Chinese? Ooh, Pretty sure. that's what I want to know. Once again, the fun fact of the day is brought to you by Wikipedia. That's why it took me a couple <laughs> seconds because I had to type it into the laptop. Double check. <laughs> Uh, the origin and history of chopsticks. The Han Dynasty historian Sima Qian wrote that chopsticks were known before the Shang Dynasty, which was 1766 to 1122 BCE. But there is no textual or archaeological evidence to support the statement. The earliest evidence uncovered so far consists of six chopsticks made of bronze, 26 centimeters long, um... Excavated from the runes of Yin near Anyang. These are dated to roughly 1200 BCE. They were supposed to have been used for cooking. Oh. And Wait, I'm trying to think. You said 26 centimeters? That's almost a foot. Yeah, they were used for cooking. It's freaking long. Oh, it's like the long ones that they used in the frying thing. Yeah, as cooking utensils, right? So, as eating utensils, chopsticks began to be used as eating utensils during the Han Dynasty. Wow. As rice consumption increased. Uh, Note, Han Dynasty is... Between... Between 202 BC and 9 AD. Holy crap. So, they were used by cooking, you know, like 1200 BCE. Did I mention that right? Yeah, 1200 BCE. And then they weren't as cooking the earliest forms of it and then they weren't used as as eating like until eating like utensils. 202 uh huh. bc so huh. during this period spoons continued to be used alongside chopsticks as eating utensils as meals it was not until the ming dynasty that chopsticks came into exclusive use for both serving and eating hmm. oh that makes sense and that's and and so uh the ming dynasty is 1368 to 1644 that does make sense because the drama we were talking about, like Liu Ku went back to like the Qin Dynasty, which was like, like around the Three Kingdoms period, or before then. That is way before like the Han Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, well, my it makes sense. Kinda. My history is like zero. Hey, we learned about <laughs> chopstick today, and that is the fun fact of the day. Day. The day. The day. The day. The day. The day. Interesting. Sweet. I, cause, uh, I had no idea what I was going to do for the fun fact this time. Right. Thank you for the chopsticks interlude. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I legit didn't know. I'm like, what do you mean chopsticks didn't exist? I I did not know. Thank you for TVB. Once again, real time, (laughs) we learned that TVB teaches us new things about Chinese culture all the time. (laughs) If you fact check it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is, I mean, hey, you gotta learn somewhere or start somewhere. Yeah. True. But I still think I learned more about professions. Although I also question if it's like the professional related dramas, if they're like true to what they do. Um, I believe they actually do um cons- like they do consult the prof- like people who are actually in the profession when they are filming or like for like kind of like the prep work for at least the actors 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and like maybe screenwriters and such. Like for example, in the uh, I know that for um, you know that um, more recent drama where Vincent Wong was like a blind lawyer. Uh huh. Yeah. So like he had to. Taiko le- guy. Taiko guy. Yeah. So he had to learn like how to read the was it braille. Yeah, braille. Yeah, yeah and then he the, yeah, yeah he had to learn how to read braille so that he can actually look and play the part properly. As well, like he had, like actually approached like the um, I don't think they're called like like the Mangyan people in Chinese, kind of like the blind the blind association, association kind, of thing. Yeah. kind of thing, and like um, have them tell like give him more information and see how like an like a everyday life of like a blind person is like. So mm. I know they have consultants, and I know the same thing with um, like if they have like martial arts. Uh, related dramas um they would like some of the actors would actually have to learn that particular whatever martial arts style if they don't already know it like they have to at least learn the basic and good and like learn enough of the moves and be proficient in enough of it to at least play their roles oh okay yeah actually i think airport strikers which is also fairly recent my dad was talking about how, like, they actually talk to the actual, like, airport. Yeah. Is that airport security or airport police? I don't even know what they're called in English. Uh, yeah, airport security sounds right. But, like, they actually no, exist in Hong Kong at airports. And I've, like, no, I don't think I've ever really noticed them until after this drama. And I'm like, huh, I guess I have seen them around. Well, I mean, all airports have security, so... Yes, but like their uniforms look so cool. <laughs> but it might just be from the drama. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie though. I, I feel like another big thing that TVB has done for me is yeah, highlighting the professions. But yeah, it brings to light a lot of things. Just like the whole airport thing you mentioned, right? It brings to light a lot of things you may not know about. On like a day about basis? Hong Kong on a day to day basis. On like. Or even sports. Or, mm-hmm. like, even, like, random things. Like, I remember, like, the biggest one, right? I mean, Tokyo 2020 Olympics just happened. Hong Kong went crazy because <laughs> of fencing, right? Mm-hmm. And, everyone, and, and like, when I heard that, I was like, dude, he must have, like, watched, say, Parts you told. Parts of fencing. Yeah, Parts of fencing. fencing. Like, we grew up. I remember, I know, like, Angelina, this is, like, one of your yeah. favorites. Like, yeah. And it was oh, literally, no. like, a bunch of, like, new kids. New, like, TV high school kids. Yeah, new really high school young. kids, like, basically, there was, like, TVB inducting, like, a new group of uh, uh, actors, actors and actresses, and actresses yeah. who yeah. haven't really been that big, but they just took a bunch of them, and it was like, oh, let's just make one. Like, their acting yeah. was, like, almost piss poor. They had one or two, <laughs> like, very, like, maybe, like, um, seasoned actors to that were actors that, yeah, that were in there yeah, as, like, yeah, teachers or something, but it was, the whole yeah, premise was, like, they're high school students, and then they had to join a fencing team. Right, and then stuff happens, but yeah. it was like, what the heck? But they, like, they highlighted fencing, and a lot of people, I think, even in Hong Kong, when this came out, a lot, lot of people young people started looking interest. into fencing, right? Yeah. And I was like, I'm one of them. I actually went. You, well, you weren't from Hong fencing. Kong, but yeah. Well, okay, fine. But I, but I was I'm also a young person. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but also people my interest in fencing. So in university, I actually saw a fencing course, and I took it too. And I wouldn't have ever known about fencing until that. Uh, yeah, foil for um, it was like part of like kind of like PE course kind of thing, and they oh. offered it at our like sports venue. You have PE at university, <laughs> or, or like a part of like it's kind of like um, the gym area, okay. like the track, oh, the field. Um, okay. They have a gym. They have like sports, whatever, and then they have like different sports courses you can like sign up on the weekend to like learn. Oh. Or like surfing, oh, so you can cool. learn surfing. I wish we had that in university. And I was like, ooh, fencing, I'll take, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. We didn't really we have any anything like that. But I joined my high school's fencing club for like a year and a bit. Mm-hmm. It was, um, it was fun. Definitely influenced by the drama, and it was fun up until we started, I guess, sparring, and I got stabbed a million times, and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, this is not fun. I, I don't want to get poked all the time. Like, it's not cool. 
Yeah. No matter how much padding I wore, I'd still get bruised. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is a sport for me. <laughs> what, so what other, like, I want to I wanna know, like, what other topics or even, like, it may be professions that we've gone through already, but I guess TVB has exposed you to. Because for me, I felt like a lot of stuff was exposed to me. Like, I mean, Dude. yes, I've heard about it more, but because of the whole TVB aspect influence in it, I was like, oh, it became a little bit more on top of my mind. And I'm going to start off with also Snooker. I thought that was oh, really cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that you was like, the not, looked up that all the not. rules. Yeah. And, and I, you would and then, drag me to go play Snooker. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What are we doing? And he's like, just wait, just wait. And you're like looking up the rules on your phone because you're like, okay, this is how you play it. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah, so there's a, snook- there's a <laughs> yeah, show about Snooker was, um, not- boxing. Oh, boxing one was fun. That was interesting. Oh, I want to rewatch. Wait, I don't that. think I've seen the boxing. That was with um. Was... Uh... Is that Kun Wong you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, Kun Wong. Yeah, the that was with, so good. The one with um Kevin Chan, Jen Gaoling. Yeah, with Jen Gaoling, man. And oh, awesome. Jen Gaoling. Yeah, he's he was a boxer. Jen Gaoling and shoot, I forgot. I don't know. It's some other dude. It's okay. It doesn't matter. It's about Kevin Chan. It's about him. It's cool. Yeah, Kun Wong. Okay, I'll think about this. And then there was all right. So, what other topics and influences? Um. Uh, I guess beach volleyball kind it I mean I already yeah, no, played I volleyball but either. then like the second like the second mm-hmm. I guess yeah so series like, and episode. then yeah. firefighters lawyers doctors Wong Ho Yin that's the guy's name owning a hotel nope. oh my god yes hotel the hotel family. one I actually really wanted to get into hospitality because of that one too that yeah. one I could have maybe done there's one about um like i guess manufacturing like a company but like with um abalone oh oh yeah that was a big one Uh, that was a good drama i never watched it i think it was more more corruption (laughs) more like family dynamics and owning a family business and corruption but yeah the basis was they heart of green it's called the heart of green they own they own the abalone kind of like family thing there's oh there was um a, a one about noodles noodle making that was really cool. Like limeine, so limeine, handmade noodles. That's Hunyun. Maybe, yeah. Where it was like rival families doing that. So a lot more about corruption oh, that's and stuff. Oh, that's or something, right? No, Tang Bo Yi is about you bang. Oh, okay. No, then wasn't Hunyun about mooncakes? No, Hunyun was about noodles. Okay, yeah. I feel like that is the yeah. I recall something about. Noodles I did not like Hunyun though. I don't think I like that either. I feel like I'm not a huge fan of the ones where they have really big families and they're always just fighting yeah. about things. Yeah, but I mean, they highlight they highlighted noodle Loud. making, which I thought was I, really cool. I did so. think that the Triumph in the Skies series was really cool because, like, nobody knows how to become a pilot. That is true. That and actually, cool. yeah, they, and they, they went they to, like, up, Australia for yeah, it. Yeah, they went to Australia for training camp and they actually the highlighted that. filming yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and then they developed solar airways as their Which airline. Which they can use yeah, for like, actually, like, TV their stock like, footage for everything else. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Then they incorporated it into everything else. It's the MCU before the MCU. Kinda. Actually, no, okay. No, no. If you have to go there, there are a whole lot of different dramas that well, you no, can it use. Is. It was before the MCU because the MCU didn't exist yet. No, they didn't. It was in comics, but not the cinematic universe. No, so yes, no. that's correct. <laughs> Factual. Okay, there. <laughs> um, what else is there? So yeah, so like air hostess, pilots. Um, God, there's got to be a lot more. There's oh gangsters. Oh, so many gangsters. There's so many. It's uh, not even a lot of gangsters. Oh, it's a cop okay. and like robber sort of cops is oh, another cover. thing. Oh yeah, that's a big one. That's that one. like really got me. But it's like okay, Story I knew good, that though. I would not be able to do it because I ain't smart enough. No. And like I ain't um I ain't ginger enough. <laughs> oh go guts. <laughs> you don't have enough guts. Or you mean it. Ballsy? Yeah, 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 I don't have enough guts. I'm like, what's that word called? Ginger. <laughs> I don't have I don't have that ginger. English right there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so oh um psychology. Like the like mental health. That was pretty big. Which one are you thinking about? Mindhunter? I didn't sort watch Mindhunter. Mindhunter was really scary to me. I didn't but watch that one that had one. that one had something to do with um mental health, I think, because he was crazy. Yeah. Mm. Well, just... a lot of the cop ones also kind of talk about it, but uh, I find that a lot of the cop movies they don't focus on mental health, but they make it as a reason for murder. 
it's mm. they recently yeah. came it's uh, not as they, good of a light that they shed on mental health no. in that sense that, actually there's an interesting one that they just finished airing it's called where like there's like vincent wong and there's um mandy wong and uh ben what is it about uh it's like a group it's always the premise is like there's still cops and there's like uh a, a psychiatrist of sort um and um they're trying to solve cases and whatnot oh and one of them was like um those like what do you call those? Oh, like, uh, uh, bomb disar- like, uh, bomb squad. Bomb squad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, she's yeah. a specialist in disarming bombs, but like, like it sounds like any other like cop sort of like drama. But the underlying, like, the interesting part about that is the the fact that all of the main characters have an underlying mental disorder. Oh, that's including the psychiatrist. Whoa. Oh dang! I kind of want to watch that. that but, really, I heard like, I heard it's really complicated and very um deep, like very deep and abstract. So a lot of people, like a lot of the, the the feedback from that drama was that it's too complicated; they don't understand. But um, I thought it was an interesting topic, though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that one I guess focus on mental health, which yeah. is like good for them. That like I feel like mental health in at least like Chinese society or maybe just chi- like Chinese the families culture. it's yeah the culture it's like it's not really a thing mm-hmm. I think it's so, in many good for, good for them <laughs> many different cultures it's like that too like people don't put enough um, focus on actually caring about it like that whole topic itself mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so I mean to a certain extent I mean mental health all this stuff I feel like I don't it's I feel like thinking about it a little bit more it seems that the TV dramas that we're focusing on it may be actually a lot more progressive than a lot of say western stuff to a certain extent cuz they featured like say cops with women oh, with yeah, armed reaction like in the 90s Oh, right? when they first became yeah, like, when they first became cops, like women became were, was well, women in the with like to, with like I guess female cops who would actually have a gun. Yeah, but I mean, then the like the strong independent woman idea, like yeah. that stuff. I feel like it was acted upon a lot earlier than say a lot of the Western stuff because oh, yeah, that stuff came sure. out in the nineties. Actually, mm-hmm. fact. Um, a lot of, I, well, this is what I've heard from my mom anyway. A lot of, um, you know how, like, in the Western culture, there's, like, you always hear about this, like, uh, pay gap between, like, a male worker and, like, a female worker? Mm-hmm. They, uh, like, in, at least yeah, in the Hong Kong, gap, the, the gender, gender gap. gap, it's there. But in Hong Kong, they've abolished that gender gap eons ago. They don't have a gender gap. What do you mean by eons ago? Like, 80s, 70s, 60s? probably around that time like they don't have a gender gap much okay like, at, like nowadays like they get the same pay okay so probably a lot earlier than the western uh, society that's true like right now in the western society they still have at least a little bit of a gender gap if not a huge gender gap mm. depending on which industry you're looking at of course yeah i think that would be more on hong kong culture but tvb itself reflects a lot as we mentioned already reflects a lot on the current kind of cultures of what is in Hong Kong, things, you know, they want to highlight. So, like, clearly, like, that's been a lot, like, they're a lot more progressive by that point in that standard then. Which is actually very interesting. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I, well, I mean, of course, with change of times, different things comes up, and then, of course, a company can always take go in one direction versus another, right? But mm-hmm. back, like, at least the TVB that we grew up with, um, had a lot of those, like, they like to highlight things that are a little less known to the society, I guess, in a way, especially, like, with, like, professions that we don't usually pay attention to on a daily basis kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of one right now. I don't think it's considered a profession, but I really like that drama, and it's about, pro- like, the thieves. Thieves? You know, yeah, I freaking love that drama. It's it is about a little bit of like literally, a Robin it's kind of like Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, it's basically like they steal from the rich and give to the poor. Yeah. But it's like a group of thieves. It's like, oh, it was so good. It's a good story. Yeah. I, it was a good story. 
So now that I think about it, though, we, we talked a lot about dramas being very, I guess, action-based or, like, profession-based. Mm-hmm. Are there any dramas, like, just because I don't really watch it, but maybe even our listeners might watch it and know, but are there dramas that are more like a rom-com kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Just, like, straight-up romance? Because, okay, here, the thing is, I know that a lot of people might go to, say, K-dramas mm-hmm. or like Japanese dramas or Taiwanese drama like I remember the whole thing the Stairway to Heaven thing was a big thing when I was in high school like with F4 and whatnot you mean Meteor Garden I, I don't know Stairway to Heaven <laughs> probably Meteor I don't know there was I mean a, like F4. I didn't watch it but I'm pretty sure it's Meteor Garden you're talking it. about F4 <laughs> I didn't watch it because um I didn't really follow Mandarin and I was like I don't really understand it I prefer the Cantonese stuff but I just know a lot of people, like, went into, like, say, K-dramas or Taiwanese dramas for, like, rom-com-style stuff, right? Is it mm-hmm. something that's not in TVB's warehouse? I'm just asking you guys because maybe you guys know. Like, I don't know. Maybe our listeners know. Rom-com? I don't know if it's considered rom-com, but, like, uh, Under the Canopy of Love? What's rom-com? Yeah. That one, I feel like, was rom-com-y? I didn't usually watch those, but I'm sure they had a few. Um, there was like a... I feel like just... Like, something like that. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but yeah. There oh, were another, a few. Another reason that people, like, I think are more driven to, like, Korean dramas, J-dramas, or even Taiwanese dramas, I think they're shorter. Oh, like, yeah. Ha- like, the TVB drama specifically, they it range from, like, 20 really... to, like, 30 episodes for, like, the regular It used to be ones. even longer. It used to be, like, 40 episodes. Yeah, well, like, like... Back in the days. I think, like, Japanese dramas are, like, they can be, like, 10 episodes. So, like, it's easy to binge. Okay. Yeah. Instead of, like, spending so much time for, like, the character development and whatnot. Yeah. That's true. I think the TVB draw... like. It. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, with 30, 40 episodes, hour each. I mean, I think... Well, 40 minutes on yeah, average? Yeah, 40 minutes. Majority of the time. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm used to it. I, I could see how people feel like, at least from a Western side, they'd be like, oh, this is too much. But I feel like it makes it a lot more interesting because they can tell a lot more stories. Mm-hmm. Um, like a cohesive piece of each character. And even then, sometimes they don't even, I guess get to the bottom of every single storyline or whatever. Also, um, what sequels are for? Sequels yeah, and yeah. prequels are for to fill in the gaps. Yeah, and I guess in, I guess with TVB dramas, they don't have seasons. They have no. just sequels. Like, little, little, like, they'll list one and then two and then three, but each one is, like, 40, like, you know, or like, 30, 40 episodes. I guess you can say, like, each, each of those... Um, series yeah. could be like a standalone on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the cohesive story end, and it's not really like say Western um, TV series where they would do season one, season two, season three, kind yeah, of the same thing. System. Yeah, so uh, that's interesting. I, I, mean, I guess I haven't really done a deep enough dive to compare and contrast, but now that I think about it, it seems there's there's a there's commonalities and also differences between like Eastern and Western cultures and how, especially TVB, just because it's so prominent, we're using it as a kind of a, uh, a more generic term. Um, yeah, that's actually interesting. So do you guys still, I guess we did answer a little bit more of this, um, but do you guys still keep up with um, any current shows? recently or is it something that like i guess we we talked about like a lot of like following up in the past kind of thing but do you currently look at anything at all if so what do you use online formats um downloads i don't (laughs) mean to be like in endorsing anything here but i guess like for our family we have something called tvb anywhere but i heard that it's not going or it's going away no it's not no no, it's not they just revamped it so they're moving it from one platform to another platform oh yeah but like currently we watch out of that box thing and it's pretty cool because like they load different dramas like different old dramas onto the platform as well so like if you check back every so often you can actually find like older dramas getting uploaded i'm waiting for bowen so i can watch it 
Which one are you waiting for? Sayyip Chol, the fencing uh, one. Because that one was actually short. I really liked it because it was only like 13 episodes. So like, I didn't have to invest too much time. Really? Oh, oh wow. Gosh, I thought it was it. really long. No, they had a Sayyip Chol. No. They had a wow. second the one. The second no, one it's... I think was a little longer, but that yeah. was about beach volleyball. It's been that really long that, that I haven't watched it. I've never <laughs> watched it. Yeah. I watched it in like high school. I actually kind of am interested in watching the third one. I heard about it, but I never watched it. Yeah, it's about Esquitarian. Equestrian. Oh, yes. I can never say that. Horse riding, right? Yeah, the horse riding. Horse riding. Equestrian. Yeah, I've never watched that one. Equestrian. Equestrian. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll try to remember that. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, okay, so since we, I mean, we did talk about TVB, and I know majority of the time we talked about dramas, and that is, I don't know if that is the, would you consider that as one of the larger pieces of what of they TV. do, yeah, uh, it yeah, is a larger part. That and I would say entertaining. Shows. Okay, yeah. So in terms of TVB, I just want to touch base briefly for our listeners who maybe have heard of TVB, didn't really know what the heck it was. I just want to let them know, you know, it's not all dramas. They they do a lot in storytelling, and it's very prominent. But they also do, as we mentioned at the early onset, they do also do news. They do TV shows. They also have, like and it's not all shows, necessarily even. Shows. Um, they do documentaries too, actually. Yeah. And, oh, they do tourist stuff. Like, yeah, oh, like, they, oh, yeah. Oh, a lot of travel stuff, stuff they do, tra- like oh travel God. documentaries. They travel documentaries. They travel yeah. around the world with uh, various celebrities and they go yeah. to, like, I remember, like, what, Egypt, Dude. Bahamas, yeah, um, like cappuccino, stuff. like coffee drinking. So yeah. much food. I yeah. love the food. Yeah. I watched those basically for all the The things. cooking show. Oh, they have cooking shows too. The really funny one where like it's like the all about Chibong. women cooking. Yeah, all oh, the women Chibong. cooking. It's like, and it's like, oh my God. like and Gong and some. Yeah. Um, You'd be and surprised then, how bad people can cook sometimes too. Yeah. And then, so even aside from that, um, they don't necessarily have, they don't just, TVB itself doesn't just do Chinese language or Cantonese language shows. They do English as well. Um, of course, granted, the English is called Pearl, like oh, on the, the TV Pearl, channel. Um, channel yeah. yeah, but it's uh, from my experience when I was a little kid in Hong Kong and stuff. They do a, they do a, they buy a lot of rights from Western cultures and they just kind of play them like like Western movies. They'll just hey. play them on the channel. They might buy like yeah. National Geographic yeah, <laughs> like do. documentaries and just play those. Um, yeah. They'll do so, news still, like in so, English. So, um, what's it called? So informative, so educational for the children. <laughs> <laughs> Not yes. Sure they all so watch it, I, but... I think it's uh, so like yeah, I mean it's predominantly caters to the Chinese Cantonese or like, uh, uh, yeah audience, audience, but they do have some stuff that run in Hong Kong for uh, non-native speakers as well. Just mm. uh, no, nothing Indian, I don't think. It's all just either Cantonese or English. I, that's my breadth of knowledge with what TVB does. If they do anything else, like feel free, listeners, let us know. Cause I think they've been expanding a little more, but mostly still divided between like Pearl and like the, the more local stuff. Like now they have they have more than just like channel one, two, three, and four. Obviously. Yeah, they have a lot of online presence as well. Yeah, from my understanding. and I think they they've segregated into different types into different types of things into different channels nowadays Mm -hmm. so it's like easier for the viewers to kind of navigate into let's say they want a specific genre of stuff they can go watch all the like um ancient period drama in this channel versus like the regular channel that has everything kind Mm -hmm. of thing Mm -hmm. yeah uh does tvb have a mandarin division as well then i think they do i wouldn't be surprised if they had one now i think they do uh, my I experience don't know is what it's called yeah my experience is coming from 10 years ago <laughs> yeah let's, so. let's, we're, we're, we were talking mostly about the tvb that we grew up with yeah so yeah and, and since we talked about tv shows and we we're having so much fun with it before i kind of interrupted and sidetracked it to the english stuff you're talking about like chi- like chinese girl cooking and stuff i guess for tv shows though like what is like like I have, I have an influential TV show and a little story about it. Do you guys, while well, I, I guess I'll tell you guys about it. Yes, and also think about if if anything falls in line with like that piques your interest from a TV show. And my thing is Dramunyan. 
Right. That's a classic. Like that was like it's like a lot. It's a live TV show where they invite celebrities on and they play games with them, and all sorts of crazy shenanigans where they can win prizes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the story for me is that like I didn't really enjoy. A, I kind of found my love for spicy foods through that show because oh the very original what? ones in the '90s they had the was uh, with the wasabi the sushi oh, no. game. Where they had celebrities come in, and then it was like a segment of the show where they basically had a platter of sushi, and then certain specific ones had like like a ton of wasabi under the fish, but you don't know which one. But the camera knew, so they highlight it, and then they basically have to take the celebrities have to take turns eating it, and like take choosing they play a, piece a game and basically. eat the whole thing, yeah. And then, and then like the punishment is to pick a piece of sushi and eat it, yeah. And that can be the one that has a, a lot of wasabi or has nothing. Yeah, or somewhere in between. And you like earn points, or just, it's just for comedic entertainment yeah. value. But oh. me watching that basically made me want to try a lot of wasabi, <laughs> and that kind of like spurred my like love of spice. And it now now it's kind of like grown a lot more. But just letting you guys know, like it's Jeremonia and wasabi's fault. <laughs> the uh, sushi. I did not realize that's where it came from. Cause like honestly, <laughs> I think everybody in our family is a little inquisitive or curious as to how you came about eating so much spicy food like yeah, no one in our family can eat as much spice as you and it's insane how spicy you can take yeah no it's just not tolerance. healthy though it's yeah. like an unhealthy <laughs> amount of spice yeah no like like but for for me like in terms of spicy food i wasn't like into it like when i was a kid and everything but i think when i since i've been to like hong kong watching those on at late night television show kind of stuff in I guess in high schoolish time era, that's when I started like, oh, let's try more wasabi, try more wasabi. And because wasabi, if you if you eat wasabi and you like it, you'll know that wasabi ten- generally goes away really quick. So it gives you that. And it's not really a burn, but it gives you that like that sensation, that spicy sensation, and then it goes away, right? Versus other spices that kind of no, I just want to cry a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> And it, like, I literally just want to cry. Yeah, so. it, go, it goes straight up my nose and then up to my eyes, and I just want to cry. Yeah. yeah. So that's 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 my story, and like I guess TV show of TVB, how it influenced me. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more other influences, but that's a, that's a little bit and nope. a story from my end. That definitely did not happen. <laughs> no, I would say the only like true influence that I follow through with would be fencing, <laughs> okay. and I actually like tried it out. I got nothing. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's why I was so happy about actually choosing this as a topic, because I don't know. Yeah, for me, you were very excited about it. Well, I don't know. Like, to me, I feel like uh, being someone that is like a Chinese person growing up in Western culture, a Joksing, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I was... TVB did me good in terms of, like, influencing my life. Um, and it it brought a lot of joy into my life a lot of like weird stuff too but like topics wise and stuff but while while when i was when i was growing up um when i was watching tvb or when everyone else was watching i don't know like western stuff like beverly hills 90210 sabrina teenage witch like other stuff when they were like eight or nine i was watching tvb (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was me too. Like that was most definitely me. Like a lot of like friends would like at school would be like talking about the new show of like um like Jackass the new movie or like like just like things that I didn't really care too much about. I was very in my bubble, happy with just like my TVB stuff and I thought it was I, actually really cool. I kind of just found friends that also watch dramas. Yeah, same. <laughs> so I could talk to them about it. Same. So I think I think um, TVB itself helped at least ground myself. I don't know if you guys agree that it helped ground at least my. It played a role in grounding me in Chinese culture. Let's say that. And and for me, I would also agree where you mentioned like it helped build a sense of community, whether it was other friends with family. Um, I feel like it has played an important role in my life. TVB has piqued my interest in Chinese in general, I guess culture and language. Like, I don't, if I didn't watch TVB dramas, I don't, I honestly don't think my Chinese would be at the level it is today. 
like it has made me want to learn more Chinese so I can understand the dramas Hmm. it's not really that big for me it's more like I'm used to it because I grew up with it so it's it's kind of like a thing I just do or I can relate to like especially when I moved from like Hong Kong to like Canada like I was just not interested in many of the Western um, entertainment much because, well, for one, my English wasn't that great yet, so like it took double the effort to understand, and... Uh, hey, it takes me double the effort to understand it now. <laughs> well, okay, but you're talking about the other way, like in Chinese, yes, but like, mm-hmm. for me, like, it was much easier to just watch anything from TVB, even if it's like here in Canada that we have... Uh, uh, the Fairchild. TV, Fairchild TV, which basically buys all the rights from um, TVB, and then they play their dramas here, which are like they used to be like five years behind, whatever. Like I was still, re- I was still watching because that's just what I was used to, you know. Did it kind of bring like a taste of home? I guess when you first moved. Yeah, here? it also does that too. Like nostalgia. Right? It's just like oh, yeah. like back when I was like with all my other friends. The safe space. Now, I'm yeah. Here now. Yeah. So, and I don't know. I guess it's also a little bit about like, um, like the. How do I say it? It's it's kind of like the topics that they use in the drama. Like I could relate to more in comparison to say like uh, a Western TV series, right? Like even if it's the same kind of like mystery, cop and like, gangster type of like. Um, setting like i could relate more to the ones that tvb tvb produces compared to like um the western uh productions of a similar um storyline it's just the culture inside it it's just different right when i think about it and like the whole movement of like asian representation in hollywood i guess Mm -hmm. it's I guess, like, I'm very grateful to have TVB growing up because a lot of people, they have statements or testimonials talking about how it's like, oh, growing up, I never saw people of my skin color in films. But because we had TVB, it's like, oh, that's kind of strange. I literally have been watching dramas with Asian people or, like, Chinese people yeah. my whole life. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is a very valid point. Yeah. But also, like, these... These are more like, I guess, Asian Americans who may not be as fluent in Chinese or whichever other Asian language where they had dramas with Asian faces, you know? Yeah, Yeah. but it's just interesting, like, now that I think about it, because it's like, wait, I guess TVB has been empowering to me because I've been able to see people of my skin color doing whatever profession they're portraying. Yep. Because a lot of the times, it's like, in the Western world, everyone's like, oh, like Chinese people are all just about like Kung Fu or like the, what do they call it? Like the meek and the weak or whatever. But it's like, not true if you look at TVB. But like, yes, I understand it's not in Hollywood, but still growing up, like I was able to see myself in different roles because of TVB. Too. Huh. Oh, I don't think I ever oh, thought I'm gonna that. I'm going to cry. Deep. Oh my god, that was oh, so touching. Really? <laughs> no, but it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm, it, may, it gives me, like realizing that gives me a, I guess, more appreciation for TVB in my life. Not that I, I mean, if you didn't really catch my drift this whole he loves TVB. podcast, like TVB is pretty good. But it made it gave me another like another sense of appreciation where, yeah, without TVB I wouldn't be exposed to so many things, right? And wouldn't let me be like, oh, I can do whatever I want. I have that idea, right? Mm-hmm. So, huh? Wow. Yeah, food for thought. <laughs> Listeners, let us know if you are a TVB fan. What's your favorite uh, your favorite drama? Which or period maybe- of drama? Yeah, or maybe share how TVB maybe has influenced your life. 
Yeah. Dude, or even, I guess, if for these two ladies here, what uh, shows are your favorite and recommendations? Perhaps they can catch on and uh, take a look, too. That, too. For sure. Awesome. Wow. Dang, man. I didn't expect TVB to get this deep. <laughs> or this, <laughs> or at least get this much love from myself. I know there's a whole, probably, you know, issues with it and the Chinese government and all that stuff. But Let's not go there. Yeah, let's not go there, and at least for, I think, at least for us growing up, it meant a lot, so, at least for me. Yeah. For you, maybe, yeah. I guess, a little bit. A little sometime. bit of home, I guess, at yeah. that point. So, yeah, touch, yeah. touch of Hong Kong. Um, yeah, so, I think it's a good place to stop there. Um, yeah. And listeners, thank, um, thank you very much. Yeah, go ahead, Angelina. Thank you for tuning in to the VS Podcast today. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about TVB and Hong Kong dramas with us. And um, I guess we'll see you guys or listen. You can listen to us next week. Uh, I'm your co-host, Angelina. I'm John. And I'm Asunta. And bye. 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 The Bamboo Star Podcast is an independent production in hopes of documenting our thoughts and experiences as Chinese individuals growing up in a Western culture. This podcast is co-hosted by Angelina, Asunta, and myself, Jonathan Hong, with editing done by Irina Chung. We thank you, the listener, for lending us your ears for this episode. We would love to hear your thoughts and views on this topic as well. Feel free to connect with us and the community on Twitter and Instagram at BambooStarPod. Alternatively, any lengthier replies or comments can be sent to us at BambooStarPodcast at gmail.com.